The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search. Today, we're going to talk a little SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who's the founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Previsible is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Jordan and I are going to discuss, ding, ding, round two, the Department of Justice goes after Google. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, glad to be here. You ready to put the gloves on, my friend? Oh, boy, I feel like this is a boxing match that's gone nine rounds. <laughs> you know, uh, I think it's only round two. And the first one was uh, at least a knockdown, if not a knockout by Google. Great. The Department of Justice came after Google and eh, all right, some legal fees and no big deal. Now it seems like things are heating up a little bit to the point where, hey, not to get political, but Nancy Pelosi sold like $3 million of stock last week. And all of a sudden, the Department of Justice is going after Google. Maybe that's a sign that this one's for real. Tell me about what you heard about the lawsuit. Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting lawsuit. It's a continuation of what the Department of Justice and various attorney generals have been trying to do with Google, which is 
they've been trying to make a clear case that there is an abuse of dominance, that there is a, a market control that Google has that is unfair to other businesses, not just other businesses in the tech space, but also the businesses that they sometimes serve and support. What's interesting to me is actually, as much as I hate talking politics on podcasts, that's not what anybody is here for. The politics of this announcement, I guess we all got tired of hearing that every single person that has been a president or vice president has classified documents in their house. What is interesting to me is this isn't the Trump administration and a Republican-led Senate going after Google, this is the Biden administration or the U.S. government in general, but the political powers have shifted and yet Google is still, I don't know, taking it in the short from the politicians. Why do you think this is happening and what can you read into who's actually going ahead with the lawsuit? Yeah, so that that is absolutely correct. This is the Department of Justice. So this is a organization that is is essentially here to represent our nation and, and our nation's best interests against foreign adversaries as well as local adversaries here in the in our country in terms of companies and, and institutions right and the Department of Justice here is making it very clear that Google is just too big. And in particular, what they're focusing on here is their ad business. So what, what the Department of Justice wants to do is they want to split Google up and have their ad business be one entity in and of itself, separated from everything else that Google offers and services. So think of like email services or Google clouds and infrastructure like server services that they have. And they want to separate these things entirely into two different companies prohibiting the ad components of the business, supposedly, according to them, to play with these other segments of the Google business. Now, here's what I don't understand. The Department of Justice is going after Google and saying that their ad business is too big. Does Google have dominance in the advertising business? Like, what about Facebook? What about Amazon advertising? What about Apple getting the advertising game? It seems like there is lots of competition broadly in advertising, not necessarily search, but in advertising. Why is the government saying Google should essentially break up the ad business? Yeah, and I think this is a great question, Ben, because this specifically goes to the flaw behind this case, right? When you look at the digital advertising landscape, it's littered with competitors. You've got everything from TikTok to other search engines. And I think Google's lawyers will be really equipped to make a strong argument that there's plenty of competition and plenty of fierce competition, even though Google Ads is the lion's share, 80% of the revenue of the company and the most, the biggest profit center of the company. So I think Google's going to be well-equipped to make that argument. However, the reality is that the state's burden, what they need to prove, or the claim that they need to prove is, are these two businesses, are these two components of Google, if they're put together, does it give them some kind of extreme advantage over all these other competitors like 
meta like TikTok? Does having a cloud services offering and having a Gmail offering and having a Android app store give them some kind of extreme competitive advantage that Facebook and TikTok and Microsoft do not have? It's funny because I'm I'm thinking about this where Google has email search cloud infrastructure what was the other one you said display advertising am i missing anything else those are the cork oh the uh, d- double click and then the uh, analytics they also have or youtube android the big one the app stores android yep. yeah right their own operating system apple has cloud a larger app store a smaller search business hardware Facebook has Facebook, Instagram. Okay, Facebook doesn't really have that much. WhatsApp, they have Oculus. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say Facebook has the biggest players. Microsoft certainly has much, much bigger players and and has a much more... I actually think Amazon is the the under-discussed one where Amazon Web Services... All of e-commerce or a, a major of the majority of e-commerce uh, budding advertising business. It's just it's all centered in e-commerce. Google seems to spread its tentacles far and wide. Yeah, I mean, Amazon, you're also forgetting they've, they're one of the largest players in the streaming business. And that's a space that, that Google doesn't necessarily play in as, as coherently. They, they do. Sure, they do. YouTube. I have YouTube TV. They, yeah, it's they, awesome. They do through YouTube. Yes, that's correct. But it, it, is, it is slightly different from how Amazon is trying to go after Apple directly and Netflix and their business models, right? YouTube TV today is more of a vehicle against the cable companies, right? And we're getting into some real specific minutia here as to how these businesses are structured and organized. And I think that that conversation we just had is exactly the problem that the attorney generals who in 2020, led by the attorney general in Texas, who tried to file this lawsuit against Google. And now here we are in 2023, Department of Justice is also trying to file these lawsuits to regulate or decouple this large business. They have such a difficult time proving this because of how diverse the competitive landscape is. And Google's lawyers come in and make a really strong argument saying, look at that company over there, Amazon, look at that company over there, Microsoft. And by the way, there are equivalent companies over there in China that look just like these. So please tell me, what are we doing wrong? Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. The other thing, look, I'm not always a big defender of Google. Mostly when it comes to search, you know, Google has a search monopoly, period, full stop. stop. I understand if the government came and said, hey, the search monopoly's got to go. We got to break up Google's search business. Fine. I understand that. Saying that Google's ad business is a monopoly or needs to be broken up seems ludicrous to me. They have competitors across the board. And then also I'm looking at this like the business from a market cap. Apple. 2.2 2.2 trillion. Microsoft, 1.7, almost 1.8 trillion. Google, 1.2. So why is Google essentially being the shit shield for the rest of the technology industry? Well, I mean, I think that the reason that Google gets attacked more than any of these other companies, not to say that these other companies aren't getting attacked, they are just from a different lens, right? What we're looking at in terms of these filings is that The attorney generals and the Department of Justice essentially are creating accusations that this is a company that controls too much market share and that it is harmful to publishers, advertisers, the entire ad tech space. And ultimately, it is damaging Internet users and their experience online. That is a high, high burden of proof that's required for them to prove. And that is why these uh, cases in the past have not been very successful. So, I mean, I'm here arguing in Google's defense a bit, and not because I don't believe that there is a better path forward, but I do not believe that that better path forward is in a company breakup. I believe that that better path forward is in regulation, in controlling what they're able to use and how they're able to use it in creating real genuine damages that then go back to internet users and these advertisers if Google infringes on those those regulations. It's the thing that I don't understand is why Google is the focus of the ire of the political infrastructure. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Google is a Boy Scout. I definitely think that we've seen privacy concerns. I definitely think that Google has built and protected a monopoly in search. I don't understand why Google is getting the finger pointed at that at it more than any of the other companies. A little confusing to me. Now, look, let's take an altruistic view of the federal government and say that they are trying to protect the people. If I am assuming that this is not a politically motivated, but a protection of the people by the Department of Justice, What good will come out of Google being broken up or at least its ad business being broken up? I mean, honestly, it would be really hard to see what benefits would come out of it in the short term. In the long term, it would really force Google to innovate how their ad business scales and grows. And here's what I mean by that. There's ultimately only so much market share that an ad business by itself can generate. And that's why we're seeing Google diversify their profits from the ad business into all these other businesses. They're not making those decisions because they think that the ad business is a bad one. They're just saying, there's only so much money we can make from this. 
right? And we can make more money by investing in other avenues. So I actually think that the real challenge for a split off of Google is that Google's going to have to try and develop advertising revenues through other vehicles that they've been very unsuccessful at doing. Social media, they've been very unsuccessful at really cracking the code on things like affiliate-based advertising. They've been very challenged when it comes to finding ways to transform the offline to online types of revenue that might be out there. And so Google will be forced, if they have just an ad business, to try to compete in other ad-related areas. And I think that's a tall order. And it might actually deviate Google from doing what they do really, really well, which is provide an amazing search engine and a search engine experience, which is why these DOJ is coming after them because they have a 99% market control in the United States. So Jordan, I'm going to wave my magic wand. You ready? Poof. Mm -hmm. You're the CEO of Google. (laughs) Bad news. Yeah, that is bad news for everybody. The Department of Justice just ruled that you need to split up your ad business. You have double click. You have the search business. You've got YouTube. You've got let's say cloud services is included in that as well. You've got your display network. Yep. You've got those five things. You have to pick two and you can only pick Google search or YouTube as one. What are you giving up? (laughs) That's a really hard question. Gotcha. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, for me personally, this is the worst decision, but it's, 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 there is no good decision in this. I'd have to I'm give gonna up stop YouTube. you. If you don't take the search business, you're an idiot. Yeah, I have to give up YouTube because it, I naturally, as a leader and as a, as a person that that spent their entire life in search, I know what to do with search. I don't know what to do with YouTube. It's a bigger business, right? YouTube yeah. is the second biggest search engine that doesn't monetize as well as search. You're taking Correct. search. Everybody's taking search. You're losing YouTube. What's the other component of the ad business you're keeping? So you've got three other options. Were they analytics, cloud, and Android? Which one are you picking? Analytics, hands down. No doubt. I totally disagree. <laughs> I, you're an idiot. I'm taking Android. Take an Android. I want, the, I want the access to the data. I don't need to help everyone else do their analytics. That's not a moneymaker. I am taking the search business. And I am using everything that I am learning and I I'm, I'm still have my first party data source through Android. Those are my two winners. There you go. All right. <laughs> I was right. You were wrong. Ha! <laughs> and that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, founder and CEO of Previsible. Join us again tomorrow when Jordan and I continue our conversation talking about what the Google layoffs mean for search. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. You can even visit his company's website, which is previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. 
Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Mm